And, you know, I had the same thought. I, you know, first time I heard it, I was like, oh my gosh, it's Kermit the Frog with a head cold. <laughs> Why is he talking? <laughs> Why am I talking like that? Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall. I think for the first time in our life, that was a take two. We we won't have people listen to the original because it was just that warbled. But here we are. Um, and we just got back from uh, doing some work together. Yes. Yes. We were doing a workshop for 100 plus managers, leaders and coaches. Yep. It was actually fantastic. And so I yeah. said something uh, as I was yes. talking and you were watching the crowd. <laughs> yes. Well, so the, the way this has sort of evolved is um, I'm in the back uh, on, on this gig. I'm in the back uh, taking a lot of notes and trying to be a stenographer and capture what's going on as we go through all these workshops. And um, there, there are often I will have somebody come over and say, Hey, can, can, can I get a copy of that slide? Or, you know, uh, could, could, could you send us that article? And of course we always do. Uh, that's, that's part of our, our gig when we do these uh, workshops. But uh, this was uh, one that I noticed in multiple workshops. Uh, you know, I, I even had uh, one gentleman, you heard this guy, but he sort of yelled out in the middle of your presentation, Hey, write that one down. <laughs> so, <laughs> So this is this is apparently a deep thought for a lot of folks, and it, it makes me. Um, I, I guess I'll just pitch it to you and let you uh, you talk about it, Mike. But it, it made me think of an analogy that you and I have I, I know used before. But uh, why, why don't you give us the the general gist of this? Right. So the so the idea is, uh, you know, we were talking about coaching, and and, and the the concept is you've never seen yourself walk into a room. You've never experienced your own presence. You have no idea what it's like to sit across from you and have a conversation. And the, I think this is most dramatically played out uh, anytime anyone on the planet listens to a recording of themselves. And it's one of the reasons that not everybody does a podcast. They cannot stand to hear their recorded voice. And, right. and to a person, everybody on the planet, the first time this happens, turns to the person next to them and says, do I really sound like that? Like, I thought I was listening to this other person and somebody I know have a conversation and somebody I didn't know have a yeah. conversation because I do not recognize my own voice. And, you know, yeah. I had the same thought. I, you know, the first time I heard it, I was like, oh, my gosh. It's Kermit the Frog with a head cold. Why is he talking? <laughs> Why am I talking like that? And I think the other thing that, that, that happens, right, that gives us a sense of this, is when we're talking with somebody and we get a reaction that we don't expect. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? If you, you, you're talking to somebody, you're, you're thinking it's a coming across one way, and what you get back just completely boggles your mind yeah yeah 100 percent, and it makes you think of like a stand-up comic where you know this killed last night somehow it's not tonight like i just bombed in the room and if you're norm mcdonald you just keep going right you just drive and drive and drive and eventually uh you you start getting laughs out of it but um 
for for other folks like it's it, it's it's really like oh my gosh i i think uh it, was it madeline Kahn in um in blazing saddles she uh when she saw herself at the premiere it so wigged her out that like she just sort of became a recluse from the industry and and did not uh get on screen for decades i believe and eventually came back with the um I think it was the Bill Cosby sitcom that he did after the Cosby show and was hysterical. I mean, could not have been funnier. Uh, the late, great Madeline Kahn. But but that idea that, um, you know, you, you don't know how you are going to react to it. Guess what? Imagine all the people around you. How are they going to react to it? Oh, so yeah. that's a good thing to think about. Well, no, you're exactly right. And and I had, you know, I had a, a, an instance I can remember where, you know, uh, we got done talking and then a little later in the follow-up conversation, the person looked at me and they go, you were so intimidating. Mm. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, 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 I look like a stick figure. I talk like Kermit <laughs> the Frog with a, with a head cold. I'm really not getting the intimidation part. <laughs> like, like I'm just, I am just not seeing it. Uh, you know, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, that was very intimidating." The way you, you know, you you talk to me, and I'm like, huh? I had no idea I could do that. I, could, I didn't know I could be intimidating. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can manifest this on purpose. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I, I had no idea, and so yeah, yeah, it, it came to me, uh, right? The the we will never know. This is, uh, you know, in the in the Jahari window, right? Where this would be, where, this would be our blind spot. Yeah, and, uh, I have yeah. no idea what I sound like, what I look like, what my presence is. If I'm intimidating, if I'm warm, uh, you know, the the only thing we have are people's reactions. And right. I wrote something brilliant, and I'll have to read it because I could never do it again. Uh, in talking about this, and it <laughs> said, uh, uh, "Our perception of ourselves is distorted by the mental construct of our identity." We create a narrative of ourselves and our life and our perception of what we look like is based upon these beliefs. We can never, we can only ever see ourselves through the lens of our own imagination. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. And when you think about it, right, I, I heard this a while back. Somebody said there, there is, there isn't one version of you. There's the version that we just talked about that I imagine in my own construct and then for every person you've ever met, they've created their own version of you. So if mm -hmm. I talk to a thousand people, there's a thousand different versions of me. Yeah. Uh, and so the, the, only, the only way this works is we're completely reliant on people to give us feedback. You yeah. know, whether intentional or just in a reactive way. That's all right. we got. Uh, you, you know, I yeah. say something or interact with somebody and then I'm trying to watch for the clues. And, and I think as, as you know, as carbon-based upright bipedal you know, hominoids, we have gotten pretty good at this, right? The slightest twitch of an eyebrow, the narrowing of an eye, right? We're very perceptive to all these things. And it's all based upon, I'm trying to figure out how I'm coming across, uh, you know, at this, at this point. And when you think about, you know, going in for, we've talked about crucial conversations, going in for some yep. of those tough coaching meetings and things like that, it, you, you know, this is heightened to a degree where, where everything is critical. Every, every word that you choose, every question that you ask, and the, the manner in which you present your tone and body language, uh, all are super critical. 
And it's only by you know, people giving you the gift. And it's, it's truly a gift, right? The feedback that you can better understand, okay, how am I coming across? So um, two things about that. One is we're talking about how you come across. We're not talking about your worth as an individual. You know, the, the fact that everybody has a different version of you, you know, um, to, to, uh, to be biblically frank about it, who cares uh, if, uh, you know, your, your self-worth ought to be in your, uh, you know, uh, your relationship with God and how he sees you because he's going to see you objectively if the God of the Bible is, is accurate. And that's, that's sort of, you know, my claim. So, so we're not talking about that. What we're talking about is practically speaking, how you come across to people so that you get things done, you, that you, you're, you're able to have uh, influence for good um, in your interactions with other people. And um, often, I, I think the, the, the thing that people forget about is it's not just the, you know, like you said, the micro, you know, movement of the eyebrows and so on and so forth, the tone of voice, the body language. It's also the story of what got them to this place uh, where you're having this conversation. So, you know, that that could be, um, you know, that, uh, you know, before you took over in this department, there was a previous manager who uh, was abusive, you know, in some way. Well, guess what? That's part of the conversation, whether you like it or not. There, that that is part of the history of the conversation that is is coming to the table. You and I used to work with a lady who was really smart to notice that and say, "I just want to make sure we're clear. I don't want you to have PTSD with me. I know there's PTSD from previous eras, but I don't want you to have PTSD with me." That was a smart thing to say because she knew how it could come across. Um, but I'll give you, a, you know, it, it can be even more basic than that just cultural differences. You you often try to accuse me of being a Midwestern and I am a Southerner. I've tried to be clear with you about this. I get it that I was a border state during the civil war, but I digress. All right. Uh, I, and I apologize, Colonel Mark. <laughs> thank you for that. I bet you, I bet you I have, oh my goodness. Look, I, I have to, I just have to show you. Oh, I, Lord. you know, I put on a collared shirt show you know, just for the yeah, sake yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, because it's a podcast, right? We're going to Oh, look, but there's yeah, that's the yeah. Kentucky Colonels. Oh, nice. The, the Eastern Kentucky University Colonels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. Big E. Anyway. Anyway, uh, but my point is, um, I we were, we were um, you and I were on a project in uh, Detroit. We were having a meeting. I'm not sure if you were there that evening, um, but uh, there was a young lady on the project and um and uh, I, you know, she had the, she had the Michigan accent, you know, she had the Michigan accent. And I said, I love your accent. And she goes, my accent, you're the one that sounds so country. And that, <laughs> not in a million years had I thought that I sounded country oh, yeah. to people, you know, in Kentucky, I sound kind of like probably a little less country in my accent, but in oh, Detroit, yeah. in, in that's Kentucky. not how it comes across. In Kentucky, you're Thurston Al the Third. <laughs> oh, I say, lovey, it's time for sports tea, you know that kind of thing. Uh, but yeah, and, yeah, and the been... joke was really on me because that young lady was from Albania, <laughs> so I didn't even have her right. <laughs> nice, nice, yeah, 
Yeah, that, that was, yeah. Now we've got triggering going on. We've got an international conflict. <laughs> uh, yeah, geopolitical dis disharmony. Uh, this is, yeah. Yeah, what have you done? You know, you know, what have you done? What have you done, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, and that's, I used to use that, that idea of preconceived notions at the dinner table. So anytime we would have guests at the dinner table, when my dad would reach for the mashed potatoes, I would duck and wince. <laughs> <laughs> just to give the impression that yeah when you're not here uh, yeah i'm getting beat up quite a bit that's awful uh, yeah that's awful <laughs> hey yeah dad didn't like it either that uh, <laughs> it amused me uh, so no, you're, you're exactly right so so you make a good point all right your 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 worth is not in question but the way you're perceived the way you come across and, and then the, the more tense the situation like it like in your example I didn't have a relationship with this person. So my observation could have been taken as, well, that's interesting or let's fight. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. You know, you, you know, I got amygdala hijacked. They're going into fight, flight, or freeze mode. Uh, exactly. And my goal was just to strike up a friendly banter, <laughs> you know, right. and right. like, well, that didn't go all that well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and there are so many. Yeah, there, there are tons of opportunities for that. And every one of us need to just, as we've often said, you know, assume positive intent, you know, approach mm -hmm. all conversations, assuming that folks aren't trying to get you. Um, and uh, and that would help in, in all these situations. But meanwhile, what's under your control is how you manage your communication with other people and how you observe them and, and take that into consideration. So these are really just, you know, very practical things that uh, you can be doing literally throughout the entire day as you interact with other people to be thinking about, I wonder how I'm coming across. And that, you know, the analogy you and I have used in the past is, you know, what what's it like to be in your wake? You know, if you're a boat, right. you know, what's the wake behind you that you're leaving? Um, mm -hmm. And uh, to, to just sort of uh, mentally get empathetic about what people are experiencing having to deal with you <laughs> for oh, yeah. better or worse. Well, and sometimes we have the opportunity to do that. You know, we'll, we'll have a client and they'll invite us in on one of their coaching sessions with their team member. And yeah. then, you know, and then we always have to tell the team member, this is not, I'm not here for you, I'm not here yeah. about you. I'm here to coach the coach and provide them yeah. some feedback on, you know, how, you know, you know, how did you do with your questions? How did you do with the feedback? And then, you know, how did right. you come across? You know, you're, what was your tone, yep. body language, and how was that perceived? And so, yeah. uh, you know, and and people are willing to pay for that. <laughs> you know, they they pay us to yes. do that uh, because they see that as as with that kind of value, they attach that kind of value to that kind of feedback. And so, right. you know, I always encourage people if you're going to do this, make sure it's a trusted source. It's somebody that that you yeah. know you, you you trust their opinion, their feedback, and and that you know that and, and you might even prompt them to look for that. Hey, I'm going to get ready to talk to so and so. If you could just listen, and then when it's over, give me some feedback on how I did, and even yep. be more specific. How did I come across? You know, what was the what was the tone? What was the feeling? You think that that I was portraying, and and get that feedback. So, yeah, you can you can seek it out from the person you're talking to. Uh, you can you can you know pay a coach to come in and and, and give you that kind of feedback, or you can have a trusted uh, source, uh, you know, and ask them for that, and even give them specifics on what to look for. Yeah, I I love that.
it's it's uh it's really practical stuff and it's really uh you know it's deeply philosophical at the same time this is you know it, this tends to be how real life works we could spend a lot of time talking about you know these big huge concepts and then they play out in these tiny little moments mm-hmm. and so so hopefully we've given you a little bit of both here today so oh yeah with yeah. that being said no good stuff and uh, yeah we're and and we're always working on this so uh, if you oh. got some feedback for us, uh, yeah, bleep 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 in the comments down below. Uh, you know, we're we're open to feedback. We've both been married for quite a while now. We can take feedback. Uh, so, uh, you know, we're we know we have potential, and we're fixer uppers, <laughs> and it can only get better. Uh, so, yeah, if you see something, let us know. In the meantime, somebody's always always you know hitting us right between the eyes with some truths. Uh, let's turn it over That's to our announcer, Mr. John Poole. And that's a wrap. The musings of Mark and Mike. No rights reserved, etc. Feel free to share and discuss what you heard today. Even claim the ideas as your own. (laughs) Who'd want to do that? See you next time on It Doesn't Take a Genius. Thanks. That's good enough.